Nation, welcome to episode 770. In this episode, I interview a former CRA Academy graduate of mine who's an international medical graduate. He's an in-house CRA, so he discusses what that job is like and also uh, why he's looking forward to being a CRA perhaps some point in the very near future and what life is like at the company he works for. Uh, so everybody go connect with Muhammad, especially the career seekers out there or maybe job recruiters. Uh, quick shout out to the sponsors, Inato. Thank you, Inato, very much for all your support and helping sites. It's a place where you can go get studies. It's a platform that connects sites to sponsors. It charges sponsors for it. So they are a little selective when it comes to therapeutic area expertise, but it is free. It's absolutely worth it. And once you're in there, the process is relatively simple uh, to get a study. So check it out. Link in the show notes. Also, thank you to the sponsor Creo for helping me manage my site as a full-on e-source, e-reg, CTMS, patient recruitment feature, auto-texting capabilities, e-consent, you name it, Creo has it all. Thank you for listening, and everybody, hope you enjoy the interview with Muhammad. Guru Nation, we got a special guest for you guys, Muhammad Basit Afsin. He's a one of our CRA Academy graduates, and one of the highest test scores we've had. Not surprisingly, he's been working. Um, you were which class were you in, Muhammad? So yeah, COVID times. So twenty twenty August, I believe. Yeah, ah, the good old I... days. The good old days. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> August twenty twenty, when everyone had some downtime, and if you were smart and prepping, you're like, you know what, I'm gonna do a an academy, improve whatever. I don't care if it's mine or not. You're gonna improve your skills. Muhammad did that. Has been a in-house CRA now for how long? Almost two years. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, that's right. We're going to get into that. The good, the bad, the ugly. Um, his LinkedIn is underneath the video. And we're going to talk because the next career projection, the next trajectory for the career is CRA. And that's what Muhammad wants. That's what he joined the class for. That's what he wants to do and we're going to have a discussion on transferable skill sets what that means for him I, a lot of the stuff you've already done as an in-house CRA so sometimes it's yeah. just the organization where you work that may not be the place where you will be the CRA it's unfortunate but there's a lot of turnover in this industry but before we get into all that man thank you for coming on I really appreciate it Sure. Yeah. Thanks for having me. It's always good to, you know, uh, talk to you. And like feel free to ask I... questions too. Feel free to ask questions. We can make this an open discussion. I think it's helpful for a lot of the viewers and listeners to kind of understand what you're going through, what questions you have, because a lot of people, not just job recruiters are watching too, but not just job recruiters, but other people like you maybe in similar situation, or maybe a few, a few jobs below, you know, where you're at right now. Uh, maybe they're just starting out. So feel free to keep this open. I'm not trying to make this like a strict, rigid interview. We'll just keep it free-flowing. Okay, thank you for that. So where where do we start, man? How did you find about research? What did, what, uh, what made you stumble yeah, so into this industry? <laughs> yeah, so, so my background, actually, I have an MD. 
so outside the U.S. So I studied, interestingly, in Russia. So I did my medicine there. This was a while back, 2014. I graduated. Um, I worked in Africa for like three years as a medical doctor for about uh, four pediatrics, infectious diseases, internal medicine, uh, general surgery, orthopedics, and just some of the departments for, for like six months, eight months. Yeah, I moved to the U.S. later on. And once I got here, um, I wanted to kind of expand my options and look at different career paths that kind of go in line with my medical field, with my medical background knowledge. IMG's so, International Medical Graduates, so valuable. You know, you can be a medical monitor if you wanted to. Eventually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's an option. I, I guess. love IMG. IMGs have so much potential. You could do medical writing. You could be medical monitor. You can do so much. But you're right. It's one step at a time. I think CRA would be very good. Um, uh-huh. So when when was this that you moved to the United States? When was it that you immigrated here? 2018. Uh, ah. Sometime 2018. Yeah. 2018. And then how did you stumble across this industry? Like what? Was it COVID that really got you pausing to reflect yeah. on what's going on? And Yeah, I guess after or during COVID, you know, just like everyone else in the world, everyone was having something going on and, you know, transitioning from one place to, to another. So I kind of uh, looked into that time. I started looking into the research industry and it did look like something that would be befitting to my background. Uh, medically and you know be part of uh, research where i can make a difference yeah yeah so then you you came across the cra right as the everyone kind of either crc or cra they just kind of come to those two jobs and realize this is what i gotta do and you ended up actually going a very common pathway the in-house CRA. so you can kind of give us a day-to-day on First of all, how did you get that job? Because you you were our best student that quarter, if not the best, one of the best for sure. Uh, how did you transition from the course with the internship to the job? Like, how can we talk a little bit about that? I don't want to gloss over this because this is like an arduous process. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So um, just around the time after I finished the course, so we started the internship and, you know, somehow uh, I got this interview and I wasn't sure, you know, I thought, okay, give it a chance. Just like all these job applications, you know how it is. And yeah, it turned out that they, uh, I got interviewed by the HR first and then they wanted to go ahead and uh, have me interviewed by the, the team, uh, the managers. And uh, it seems like they, you know, they were interested and um, I got hired. Wait, um, so you so I just said it was an arduous process, but it was really just as easy as applying and they called you back and that's it. <laughs> was it really like yeah. Well, I mean, uh there was a uh, two uh multiple phases of interview and um as well as questions and answers back mm. lots of back and forth on on particular information and details they wanted to know. It's that so... MD, it's that MD no matter where <laughs> you're an MD you're an MD, you're a doctor, I don't care where you got your license, you're a doctor in my book, and the employers yeah. look the same way. Like, this is a person who 
can grow with us. What kind of uh, company is it, if you don't mind sharing? Yeah, I do want to mention, though, uh, to give uh, credit, credit to the CRA Academy, because obviously, um, you know, the only reason uh, credit where it's due is where I am right now is mainly, in my opinion, because of the experience and the, the course that I did as a, in CRA Academy with you and um, Chris and, if I remember, some other uh vincent i think vincent oh you were back in the days with vincent shout out to vincent man i gotta text him oh man i remember you're bringing me back now (laughs) (laughs) yeah because i mean as much as yeah uh yeah i do have an md and yes it does i do have that background and medical knowledge it does help me however every it's a different industry and i have to learn the process and how things work in the in the in this new industry and that requires some kind of exposure and i felt uh during my time uh with in this course uh, course and also d- during the interview i had questions about this job and i was able to answer those questions only because i understood the the industry uh wow. from the course yeah so That's, in the interview they asked you like specific things like what did you do? They probably saw your internship, so they probably asked you something about it. Like, what did you do at this during this internship? Did they ask you like that granular, or was it more like macro overview of? Yeah, concepts? it wasn't very granular, but they did they did ask questions like, example, like what kind of systems do you use. So I was able to answer that. If I didn't uh, have that experience, I would I wouldn't be able to say anything at all. So that there was something that I could answer as much as. You know, understanding the holistic view of, uh, you know, the industry, the research industry, how it works, what phases are there in the study, in, in the system, and um, just really understanding a holistic understanding helped me to answer some general questions in the interview. Wow, thank you for that um, huge plug for the academy. I also think, I think being an international medical graduate has a lot to do with it. I know for me, when I, I'm in charge of hiring also for coordinators, but same thing. I actually think IMG is even better for a coordinator than in-house CRA because you're actually dealing with patients at the site level. Like you're helping, you're st- side by side, you're reading the lab reports with the PI. So you're right here and you guys are both physicians. So you can discuss, like have intelligent conversation. Um, so that would have been an interesting pathway had you taken it. But your career is young. You can always take that route too. But CRA is, has been your goal since day one, right? CRA. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, I, I wanted to always be a CRA, be more involved in the, you know, in the with the, in the site, with the sites, interact with the sites. And yeah. And you're doing a lot of that with as an in-house CRA too, though. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, definitely, uh, and you know, there's a there's a lot lot of positive to it. Um, however, it is obviously restricted to a certain extent, you know, because we are kind of in the backside more than uh, like the monitors. They get to go to the sites and you know do the conduct the visits. Now we have visits that are happening on site uh, sometimes, um, yeah. as well as remote. So you know that gives them that exposure and experience and. Personally, I feel like I want to be at that front end yeah. uh, rather than in the back end. Yeah, I think you'd make a good, really good monitor, especially being um, IMG. You have there's two people you can't BS as a site as your monitor. It's a RN, CRA, 
and it's a IMG theory. Like those people, you cannot BS. They know medical stuff better than you do <laughs> as a coordinator. And you, you can't just try to argue your way around inclusion, exclusion, or clinically significant or not, because you guys, yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's what, that's your education. That's, that's what you've been trained on. So I think you would make a really good uh, CRA. Can you walk me through what's like a day, a day in the life of, for you, like an in-house CRA? Yeah, so currently, I mean, um, working as an in-house CRA, I do work hybrid right now. So I do work two times in the, well, obviously at the time of COVID for about a year, um, we all worked remote until every, everyone was slowly transitioned back into the office. So some companies obviously full-time back or some companies hybrid. So our company, uh, we're doing hybrid. So we go to the office on Tuesday and Thursdays and Monday, Wednesday, Friday, work from home. So, which is, I think, not too bad. Um, uh, I don't live too far from the office. So that does uh, play to an advantage for me. Um, some people live really far, like in DC. And um, that, 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 is, that can be a hard commute sometimes with the traffic and everything. So yeah, generally that um, it's more, uh, we work more uh, remote as it is. Uh, we have meetings, um, team meetings. We have meetings um, with different departments of our company. So we have like in-house CRS have a team. We work with monitors that have their team. We have meetings with them. We work with them. Um, and sometimes we have audits and everything else. So we just work together as a team coordinate, try to uh, make things efficient and get things done in a timely manner. Because in this industry, obviously, the most important thing is um, it's research data. So we obviously want everything to be accurate and double-checked. So there's a good trace of everything, of all the research data. What are, what are, you, are you involved on regulatory and like source? type of things or are you mostly like on the regulatory side or are you just mixed with a kind of like with everything on a particular trial? No. So we have different departments. So I work mostly with, you could say kind of a, a sidekick for the monitor, <laughs> if you want to put it that yeah. way. So yeah. we do source, uh, we do a regulatory like uh, that um, essential, mostly essential regulatory document reviews, make sure, uh, those are very well um, quality quality checked before we send it over to the monitors and they can pile up or compile the um, the reports, monitoring reports. Mm -hmm. So we, we work as a team on that mostly. Ah, okay. Can it, yeah. Just for the people watching, can you give um, uh, an idea of what's a central document? Right, right. So essential regulatory documents for research for different sites and for any clinical trial to take place or be conducted um, under GCP, uh, ICH GCP regulations and um, um, under those regulations, they require certain document, they require certain documents and that are essential for regulate for research staff for that site for um for tracking of um of staff um training data management of all their records of their CVs uh 1572 is obviously a lot of stuff major. a lot yeah 
how many like how many studies are you in charge of and just so we get an idea how many studies and how many sites approximately for you yeah so we work for a lot of protocols uh we work under a lot of different protocols um and i i couldn't exactly give a number but since i work for two different projects so it's a lot of numbers it's a lot of numbers um we just multitask what like we can more than 10 more than 10 studies yeah for sure for sure more than 10 more, studies whoa more than 50 um no not not 50 as a as a individual uh maybe less than 50 but Sometimes could be like 20, 25, maybe. It's still yeah. a lot. That's a lot. And then on average, yeah. how many sites per study do you think? Uh, interestingly, um, for for example, for the cancer research study, there are a few, few sites for each protocol. But for infectious diseases, there are different sites, external sites, international sites for different protocols. So it it varies it's different but maybe like two three sites per protocol perhaps oh that's not too bad i'm we yeah. do at my site we do like outpatient studies internal med derm psych cardio those type of uh -huh. studies phase two and three sometimes phase one uh and it, we're usually like one of 30 sites on one study right now we're one of like 100 sites so oh, that's, wow. these are like big study. Like this one's this one in particular is a big phase three. I went to the investigator meeting in Dallas. Oh my god, there was just so many people. Like they filled up that conference room. It yeah. probably like eight hundred people were there. It's like a lot of, lot of people there. Um, wow. Have you gone when you're CRA? You'll go to investigator meetings. Yeah, yeah. I'm kind of excited for that. Yeah, they make you go. I interviewed a few. See, well, another student. Um, I interviewed from uh, this CRA cat at the uh, this uh, investigator meeting in Dallas that I went to. He's a good dude. I actually guess should connect you with him. Mm -hmm. I think there will be some magic there because I think he will. See, so networking is the way you got to do it. That you don't need to mention the company if you don't want to. But what kind of company do you work for? Is it a sponsor, a CRO? What is it? Uh, it's a CRO. Uh, so we contract NIH. So it's only NIH contracting? Mostly NIH contracting. Yeah. That would make a lot of sense. Uh, in my opinion, and obviously, there, you know, you took the job that you got. That's a very good thing. You should get to industry-sponsored trials quickly as quick as you can because the longer you stay in the nih role um there tends to be like this view that academia research is different than private industry sponsored research but from everything you described it sounds exactly like what we're dealing with as well so i think you're at the point where you should start looking at industry sponsored trial unless you can get that CRA role internally have you asked any of your HR or line manager or anything like that if you can do like CRA work with them I haven't really uh, explored that option to be honest uh, within okay. the company that I work for so yeah I'm just looking at different options around whatever works best for me 
I think you should, since you're already there and you're clearly uh, someone they don't want to lose. It wouldn't hurt to bring it yep. up, and they're probably losing CRAs too, just like all the other CROs. I mean, CRA turnover is real. Like the way you give yourself a raise in this industry is you f- switch companies. <laughs> That's the way you give yourself a raise, and it's not a. It's the industry's worst kept secret. Um, so they're probably losing CRAs just like everyone else, and they probably need to fill those gaps. And that's the first place I would turn to, and then I would do that for two or three years, and then maybe look at industry sponsored trials, like you know some of the other CROs out there, the bigger ones, the ones that contract with private industry sponsors, because NIH is good, like that's rigorous studies right there. But there's a whole yeah. other world on the industry sponsored side, which I mean, that's where I'm in. You know, I'm not in, I don't think I've ever done even one NIH funded trial. I might have done one as a CRA, um, but I mean, at the end of the day, it's the same thing, same concepts, but there tends to be a stigma around academic research versus private industry sponsored. And you're right on that. You're not fully in academia because you work for a private CRO. So that's good. That's a good thing for you. If you worked at like a Johns Hopkins, or like Harvard, uh, or Stanford, I would tell you get out, get out while you can. You don't want to stay there too long, because then the mm-hmm. other CROs stop looking at you um, as a good candidate because you've been there too long. But where you are, I think it's actually a decent environment because it's kind of the best of both worlds. Do you're in a private CRO? So you're working on like a private company, but you're also working on NIH uh, grants, and it's the same rigor, and all the all the fundamentals are the same as uh, private industry sponsored trials. So uh, I think yeah. that those are like two of the options you should do. Networking, like network, like crazy, man. You should be going to um, the ACRP and the Socra meetups. Yeah. You should come to SOS conference. Are you? Well, it's very short notice, but are you aware of like our SOS conference? Um, uh, save our sites. You got a network. February second. Uh, February second. Um, February first and second. Can you get those days off or no? I could, yeah, perhaps. Let uh, me call Fox because we might have a live. Hold on, we might have a live good news for you. Sure, sure. Ladies and gentlemen, we're calling Dr. Daniel Fox live. That's another guy. You need to get to know this guy. I'll connect you with him, and I'll connect yeah. you with uh, Dr. Fox. You are live on my podcast right now. We're calling you impromptu. No pressure, but I wanted to ask you. I have one of my former students on who's an in-house CRA. Are we okay. all out of the scholarships for the travel and the hotel? Or do we have any rooms left? So they, so they are, they're gone. They, uh, well, okay. So I have to think about that. You got me on the spot here. We can figure something out. We'll figure something out. I like that, Dr. Fox. Okay. That's all I need to know. I'm going to get back to the interview, right? Hey, have fun at the interview. Thanks. Everybody go follow Dr. Fox. Thank you, Dr. Fox. (laughs) We'll work something out. So we'll get you there. But even if you don't come to this one, which I think we can. 
like ACRP local meetups, especially in the, um, especially in your area. So Washington, D.C., Maryland, Virginia, that DMV area that I think there are like multiple ACRP or Socra uh, local meetups. This is where you network. I think LinkedIn is something you need to be using regularly. Um, I will connect you with two people I can think of right now. Dr. Fox is one. And um, another one who I interviewed at the invest in at the investigator meeting, and then um, there's actually a really good recruiter, James Fowl, a job recruiter, uh, and you're perfect because you have the experience, yeah. you know. So networking, no matter what, always. But I would start with where you currently are and ask them. Just tell them, hey, I want to be a CRA, like. What can I do? They probably know. They must know. Didn't they ask you in the interview? They probably know that already. Yeah, I think so. But yeah, this was a while back, like more than two years ago. Um, See, if you don't yeah. ask, they're like, yeah, he's content being in-house here. You got to ask and they'll, they'll, let, they'll do it. Especially the good yeah. employees, they want to keep them. Yeah, that's true. That's true. And And the skill set, you already have it. Because being in house CRA, sometimes that's even harder than being a CRA. I mean, you're you're keeping yeah. track of like what twenty five studies and then multiple. Even if it's just two sites, if those are two big academic medical centers, they have like fifty staff that you have to keep oh, track yeah. of delegation logs, training log, all this stuff. Like it's not it's not easy stuff. So you already have transferable skill set. Oh yeah, yeah. We deal with like delegation logs and all that all the time. Like that's like our bread and breakfast, you know. So yeah, but we have a good team. We have a good team, so everyone takes on as much as they can. So it kind of helps. Yeah, uh, having a good team really helps. I think it sounds like a good CRO that you're at, and it could just yeah. be a matter of asking them to, you know, become a CRA, and they might be able to do it within three months or right away. Yeah, it's an option. And uh, as an IMG, international medical grad, you can even become medical monitor at some point. Um, these studies are international. I interviewed uh, an MD from Mexico, actually, who moved to the United States, moved back to California. She was actually an American from San Francisco that went to medical school in Mexico and then moved back, went became a CRC, CRA. And then a medical oh, wow. monitor. So now she's a medical monitor. I could connect you with her as well. Um, man, I'm just going to connect you with like a few people. Like maybe these three, these four people now that I'll connect you with. Because I, I really think the missing yeah. piece is just the networking. Do you do much networking or not too much? I do. I do. Uh, LinkedIn, like you said, yeah, LinkedIn. I do use it as much as possible. Um, not every day, but every everywhere here and there. What do make... you do? What do you do on there? Like, do you comment or? Mostly, I think uh, like I try to follow, subscribe to different like groups, um, and get you know updates and notifications of what's happening, what openings are there. You know, mostly that, and you know, apply for jobs basically. To be honest, uh, I just apply. I look at the you know requirements and everything, and apply. And if you uh -huh. get it, you get it. No, that's how it is. Yeah, yeah, no, no, that's fine. And this industry, look, you're a young dude. I mean, this industry is very big. 
super good that you got your start, but there is so much left for you to figure out here, uh, myself included. I've been doing this 19 years now, but there's, I'm still yeah. scratching the surface of a lot of the things that I, I want to do in this space. So I take my own oh. medicine too, networking and stuff like that. It's the same game for everybody. Yeah. But how do you like being in house area? You like it? It's good. It's good. It's definitely good. Um, it does require requires a very um, focused type of work. So you have to kind of zone out in your work. No distractions. If you have like some <laughs> noise canceling headphones or something, those are helpful. Um, actually, what I do is I I I uh, I use uh, binaural beats. I don't know if you heard of that. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Of course. Yeah. There is studies that have shown that. Well, studies um, people have uh, expressed um, that it, it does help, like with focusing. So I've I've tried to use that, and it does help. So you have to really zone out, and you need like really good focus. Otherwise, um, it is demanding, but it's good. You know, you can uh, relax, be flexible. So I guess in that way, it's good. What's the hardest part to focus on, like from recent memory, maybe? Like just some of the things that are like tough to focus and you just need all your concentration. Because a lot of the work we can do, we can do yeah. it while we're distracted. But then there are, like you said, some work that requires deep focus. And then we have to kind of switch back and forth. Like how do you, what constitutes like deep focused work for you in your particular role? Like maybe an example of something that's like, no, this one I can't mess around with. I got to, I got to focus. Yeah. So one example, a good example would be like, for example, um, associations, like associating uh, various documents together at the same time to be efficient because, um, you know, you don't want to write down each and every name or each and every detail on a sticky note and then go back and forth this and that. Mm -hmm. So to be efficient, uh, in, you could do that, but it'll take like maybe triple the time or a couple of days, who knows. But at, well, obviously in the beginning, this is something that's uh, that's going to take time. You know, with time you start to become faster and more efficient. So associating documents, delegation log, 1572 protocol, you have everything opened up and trying to associate. Okay, is this here? That's not here. Okay, have this in your mind. Okay, go to something else, then come back to it. So I think that over time that requires very good focus and you cannot be distracted Man. week two and week three of the CRA Academy right there. Regulatory <laughs> yeah. uh, site initiation, all that stuff. Yeah. We try to make it like super practical and things that you actually use in the, in the job, you know, it's not theory, it's real stuff. Yeah. You got any uh, questions for myself? Um, I'm going to put everybody go connect with Muhammad right now. I'm going to have his LinkedIn underneath. I'm going to connect them to these four individuals because I think he will benefit greatly from that. We're going to try to get you at SOS Conference. All expenses paid, hotel, flight, everything. Hopefully, Dr. Fox comes through. If not, I'll talk to him and see what we can do. But, um, yeah, man, um, what, what questions do you have for uh anything like that because if you have them chances are someone else has it has it as well and maybe i don't have the yeah. answer i don't know yeah absolutely uh you kind of mentioned about the academy how it um you try to teach or show what is in the industry what is practical what 
people do every day to day. And I think that's 100% spot on because um, when, I, when I was in the academy, uh, I learned a lot that was definitely 100% applicable right in the job. So, of course, in the job, I was learning, training, doing SOPs and all that, just like anybody else. But just that uh, holistic approach was really good. And it, it gave me a very good like sight of what I'm doing, actually, because in the beginning, you might feel like, OK, why am I doing this? Why am I looking at this document? What's the you know, how is it related to that? But if you have a holistic understanding, then you kind of know, OK, this is closed out visit. There's an IMV. There is a site initiation. So this is what's happening. So, yeah, I just wanted to kind of touch on that. So the Thank academy you. did really help that. Um, so, yeah, regarding the trip, uh, yeah, I would be very grateful and it would be wonderful to travel, come make connections there, meet people, and maybe perhaps meet you as well. Yeah, That'll of course. Good. I got nowhere else to go. I have to be there. <laughs> so <laughs> I have to be there. But we're going to yeah. try to make you try to make it happen for you too. Last minute, yeah. here, but we'll try. Yeah, otherwise, um, no really questions. But yeah, thank you for having me on the podcast. And yeah, uh, I guess hopefully um, things work out and I, I should be getting to that CRA position. Oh, um, in CRA. Due in, due to, in no time, I think. It should be now. And I think if you want it to happen now, it'll happen now. Uh, yeah. And it's just a matter of asking the right people and having conversations and then. I think you're already there. Like everything you do, a CRA will do, right? It's just maybe yeah. they'll go do IMP accountability and that they know maybe how to handle a deviation differently or, you know, like training a site. But these are things right. that you can pick up. This is not a rocket science. Like we did a, that in the in the academy as well. So IP accountability. More transferable skills right there. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, no, no. You got this, Muhammad. Everybody go connect with him right now. He, I'm going to connect you with those four people. I wrote it down. And then we'll try yeah. to get you to SOS. Because uh, I think yeah. the network. Thank you so much, Dan. Yeah, I appreciate absolutely. it. Yeah, Everybody wish you go a good connect. evening. Have a good one, Muhammad. Thank you very much. Like, subscribe, comment, share, everybody. Bye-bye. Yeah.